Karen Woodman loved ocean cruising. As a former senior university lecturer in linguistics, once she retired, she took up a role as an enrichment speaker whose job it is to educate and entertain passengers on specific areas of interest during their days at sea. She spoke with reporter Helen Hayes about her work aboard Holland America's Zyderdam when it docked in Sydney recently. Hi, Karen. Thank you so much for speaking to Travel Riders Radio. Well, uh, thank you very much for inviting me. So you are an enrichment speaker and you've just gotten off the Zyderdam, which is in Sydney. We've spoken to the captain and I've spoken to one of the other world cruisers on board. So when did you get into speaking on cruise ships? Did you always love cruise ships? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I've been cruising on and off from about since about 2014. And I I was a senior lecturer at at QUT and at UNE. So I sort of did an early retirement thing at the end of 2016. So basically, I've been do I was doing the the cruise lecturing thing um, 2017, 2018, 2019, and the beginning of 2020. And then you know what happened after that. Uh, Yeah. The before time. So did you always love being on the ocean? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I love to travel. And, uh, you know, the first cruises that I did were sort of the, the you know, the Sydney to uh, South Pacific ones. And since I started doing the enrichment lecturing gig, basically we're like entertainers on the, sh- on the, on the ships. So we're usually on for short periods of time, often when there's a lot of sea days. So we, we kind of kind of come and go. So this is, in the case of the World Cruise, they'll have a number of different lecturers on the cruise um, over the course of the full World Cruise. What do you think about? What is your specialty? Uh, well, my background is in linguistics. So uh, at, at the University of New England, I was a senior lecturer in linguistics. And at QUT, I was a senior lecturer in education. So Usually I talk about what is language, what is culture, how do language and culture work, and I also train ESL teachers. So on the cruise that I just did, for example, I was talking about the connection between language and culture, uh, the, the development or the differences between spoken and written language, and then specific ones, for example, about Maori language, about Australian Indigenous languages, and of course, because most of the guests are from the U.S. and Canada, um, trying to understand Australian and New Zealand Englishes. In fact, the gentleman that I interviewed before, he he must have gone to your lecture because he was saying how interesting it was to learn about the Aboriginal dialects because he didn't know there were so many and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was, uh, the the guests on board were just wonderful. They were yeah, they were very interested in in learning uh, about you know different topics and and you know the, yeah, it was it was great. Actually, it was a really nice cruise for that. There were a lot of people who were very interested in learning about whatever was going on. There was another uh, lecturer at the same time as me and he was talking about like volcanoes and and things like that. So usually there's there's a, there's sometimes a number of us on board different depends on the sh- on the cruise and uh, cruise line. Now do you all, it used to be that people would come to like the lounge area to watch but I think a lot of ships now offer that you can watch it in your cabin. So what was it like on Zyderdam and does that impact on the feedback um because you're not actually seeing the people? Well, I mean, when I when I do my talks, I'm basically, you know, doing the uni lecturer sort of thing to the people who are there. Um, but it, it, some cruise, it, different cruise lines do it differently. So some actually record us presenting on stage. Um, others sometimes just record the, you know, the PowerPoint plus voice. So 
the, the main one is, is kind of what you get when you're the only the person. It's like normal entertainers when you're on stage and everybody knows you, but you don't know them. <laughs> so people will come, oh, yeah, I saw this. That's nice. Okay, great. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't affect how I, how I lecture or talk. Although sometimes on other ships in the in the past, be, you know, I'd like to make little side comments to people who are watching it after, after the fact, as opposed to being in person. But um, yeah, I mean, when you do what I do, you can't you can't be precious about the fact that you know on some ships we're in a small room or we're against bingo or something like that. So you know, we're part of the entertainment, and if people people could choose to come or 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 not come, and sort of the perspective you need to take. And when I do mine, I, I as I said, I'm, I'm basically Passing on information to people who might be interested in it, and that's that's basically the you know the presentation style that I have. And what about when you're not working? Do you go and listen to other people? <laughs> Sometimes it depends on what I'm doing. Um, yeah, one of the uh, in the enrichment and dest- I also do destination lecturing, so that's usually more specific to the ports. But yeah, I mean it, it depends on what else is on. To be honest, <laughs> sometimes I go watch my fellow uh, presenters. Sometimes I don't. But basically, yeah. Normally, we we have positions are such that we have access to the the facilities that guests have as well. Well, that's good. Now you you said that you jumped on in Tahiti. Yep. So, what sort of experiences have you enjoyed in the cruise to here to Sydney so far? Ah, okay. Well, yeah. Actually, I was I was on a different cruise before I flew to Tahiti. I was actually in South Africa doing a different cruise in uh, Cape Town. So I, I had to fly from Cape Town to Papayate, which is an adventure in itself. Well, I, I've been in and out of Papayate. I did five cruises before Christmas, and a lot of them were in the South Pacific. So I've sort of been in and out of... Papayate is, is always nice. Morea, you know, is, is, the, the, the French Polynesian Islands are always great. Uh, did the swimming with the stingrays and sharks in Morea. And we were in New Zealand. So, you know, being out and about in, in Auckland was, was fun. And I haven't been to Wellington since since before uh, COVID, so that was fun as well. Oh, well, that sounds pretty pretty amazing. So what are, what's coming out next for you? <laughs> Literally next week. Um, I'm on another cruise with a different cruise line out of uh, Sydney to New Zealand again on a 12-day cruise, and then another one in March as well. So I did manage to, as I said, I managed to fit in five before Christmas, and then I, at this point I have about five so far, but they tend to pop up at, at, at different times. It's a great way to travel. I mean, before lockdown, I managed to literally go all the way around the world, I've, around both capes, through the Suez, through the Pana- uh, Panama Canal. So, yeah, it's, it's a really great, I mean, for, for guests as well, it, it's a really great way to see the world because often you get to see things like islands and places like that that would be really difficult to get to if you weren't on a ship. Well, it sounds pretty good to me. And how do you get into it, by the way? How do you actually say, oh, I think I might be an enrichment speaker? How do you work? <laughs> well, I found out about it when I took my early retirement from QUT at the end of 2016. I actually booked a cruise from Sydney across to Chile. Um, and while I was on board, I started to get a little bit bored and uh, ended up teaching tango, because that's something else that I do, on board. And somebody who went to that told me about the process for becoming an enrichment or destination lecturer. Normally, we, we actually go through agents. There's there's agencies, and if people are interested, they can, they can Google cruise ship enrichment speaker. And usually, yeah, it's, I mean, enrichment particularly can literally be anything. Um, I was on a Viking cruise a, a few years ago, and one of the other speakers was a former ambassador to the U.S. One person was talking about, like, the golden era of Hollywood, and then destination lecturing, as I said, normally is more specific to the to the actual itinerary. So I, I've done destination lecturing around South America um, a couple times and, and, and that. So, but yeah, you could just, just Google um, 
you know, destination lecturing or cruise ship uh, lecturing, and there's a, a number of different agencies that, that can help organize that. Well, it sounds, it sounds fascinating. Now, I have to ask, at the risk yep. of assisting you, do I, do I get a little Canadian twang in there? <laughs> you do. And it's more than, I'm actually, I'm, I'm a Kanazi. I have dual citizenship and I've actually been living in Australia for 22 years. So the accent's not going anywhere. But um, I also, in, in my defense, I just came off two back-to-back cruises where most of the, the guests were Canadian and American. So right. it's probably, probably a little more Canadian than it normally is. Um, but yeah, it's the, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm Canadian. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a well, Canadian. I have dual citizenship, but I'm, I'm more culturally Canadian than Australian. Canadian. I like it. I like it a lot. Well, well, thank you so much for talking with us on Travel Riders Radio, and I hope one day I get to hear you uh, speak on board. Sounds good. I look forward to seeing you too. Thank you, Karen. Helen Hayes there with Cruise Line Enrichment Speaker, Karen Woodman.